Hello, my name is Eva, and welcome to part five of the podcast series, Who Was Bluetooth? In this series, we recount the history of the 10th century Danish king, Harald Bluetooth. Last time, we left off as Bluetooth found himself increasingly isolated in his own kingdom as his son, Sven Forkbeard, gathered around him men who had fallen out with the king, and such men seemed to grow in number for every full moon. We also examined contemporary chroniclers' suggestions for what caused the split between king and son, with several contemporary historians pointing to Bluetooth's reluctance to relinquish any kind of power to Sven Forkbeard. As you might remember, Bluetooth had, somewhat reluctantly, been baptized following the humiliating defeat to Otto I of the Holy Roman Empire. Bluetooth had had no choice in the matter back then, and had for years afterwards done nothing to promote Christianity in his own kingdom. But during the 970s, his position on the new religion changed. And while he had not aggressively converted villagers and local leaders to Christianity, he had reverted wealth gained from Viking raids to the founding of churches. Unsurprisingly, this irked many of his pagan subjects. But worse, at least in the eyes of the pagans, Bluetooth had shown a taste for converting ancient customs into Christian traditions. Last time, I recounted the incident where Bluetooth forced his warriors to carry a heavy stone from one end of his kingdom to another, and Bluetooth's demands on his own men had caused dangerous grumblings amongst the warriors. But it had also caused consternation amongst the elder Vikings. For Bluetooth had intended to raise the stone in honour of his mother at her resting place in Yelling on the Danish peninsula of Jutland. The huge stone was meant to be erected as a rune stone, a carved stone with rune writing. This was a good old Viking tradition going back centuries. But Bluetooth had planned to add an additional Christian inscription beneath the runes, thereby integrating the words of the new Christian religion into the age-old pagan tradition. This intermarriage of old and new was a course of action adopted in all Nordic countries, as well as monks in Ireland when they introduced Christianity there. And while it may have made the new religion more palatable for the common folk who would be able to recognize their old ways in the new, it only angered the purists on both sides. And as anger grew amongst the pagan purists during the 980s, they turned to Sven Forkbeard for reassurance. And Bluetooth had himself inadvertently given them direct access to his now hostile son. As mentioned, Bluetooth had refused to hand over lands to his son and heir, but he had given Sven Forkbeard something to amuse himself with, as the chroniclers so eloquently put it. 
Sven Falkbeard had been given the herd, the royal house guard who followed the king everywhere and stood by his cot as he slept. The herd guarded the king and his household and were almost a living wall whom any guest to the royal stronghold would have to pass before being granted access or even an audience with the king. Following the retreat from the Holy Roman Empire in 974, Bluetooth had put Sven Forkbeard in charge of training the herd as a reward of sorts for his brave fighting. Over the years, Sven had, by good measures and dubious means, extended his control over the royal guard, granting them favours and privileges, and presenting himself to them as a fierce pagan Viking who truly understood their worth. For a considerable lot of the herd belonged to that group of pagan purists who did not take kindly to Bluetooth's softening towards Christianity, and the herd favoured nobles who held to the old ways. Through his connection to the herd, Sven gained control of a vast network of informers who had once served Bluetooth so loyally. Now, Bluetooth himself paid little heed to these changes in the beginning. After all, the herd was sworn to protect him, and had he not through his successful raids elevated the herd to serve a great king? Yet now, in 984, the herd seemed no longer grateful, but rather defiant, and now openly sided with Sven Forkbeard over Bluetooth, and did so even in public. By late 984, Bluetooth must have realized that he could be in actual physical danger from the very men tasked with protecting him. As Bluetooth's allies started to complain that he never replied to their inquiries and kept them waiting as they sought shelter for the night, Bluetooth came to realize that his guards kept information from him, related news of vital importance a little too late, and kept important visitors away from him for a little too long. Bluetooth was no longer kept abreast of the goings-on in his kingdom, let alone in the kingdoms neighbouring his own. His once so effective network no longer had him as a communications fixed point. Bluetooth was no longer a communications bridge point. By 985, villagers still allied with Bluetooth had been pillaged or threatened and weapons from the royal household had been secured by the herd. And lastly, ambitious nobles with men of their own had declared for the better prospects of Bluetooth's heir. The church condemned it all, but the Danish church was at this point too politically weak to prevent the inevitable fallout. Late in 985, most of Jutland stood with Sven Forkbeard, Gathering men-at-arms from the north-west and south of the Kingdom of Denmark, Sven Forkbeard laid siege to strongholds still loyal to Bluetooth and consolidated his agreement with the Kingdom of Norway that they would not come to Bluetooth's aid, 
They had already turned their back on him a decade earlier, so this was no surprise. Sometime during 985, the chroniclers do not give an exact date, Sven Folkbeard was declared the true king of Denmark by a large majority of the most powerful Jarls. Bluetooth had by this time sailed to Zealand, the Danish island east of Jutland. Now he claimed that he had not fled, but rather gone to gather an army, for he would fight his son, kill him if needs be, but he, King Harald Bluetooth of Denmark, was not going to give up his throne. Next time, a fight to the death and the legacy of Harald Bluetooth. I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please consider subscribing to the podcast Restless Times in History. Until next time, I have been Eva, and thanks so much for listening.